0: You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network.
1: Thank you for staying with us on Real Presence Live. We are having a great show here. We just finished visiting with Dr. Ralph Martin, our keynote for many of our banquets coming up here in November and December. Um, we are here at St. Anne's Catholic Church. I am Karen Slensky, along with Father Craig Holcoulter. And we're just having a good day, aren't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: It's been a great show.
1: Yes. Um, lots of, you know, ways. just, yeah. You know, Eileen Markle, just some great stuff on the branches. Um, I, hopefully people will, you know, attend that. What a great opportunity for mm-hmm. our community and even for others if they start something like that up, so.
2: and Yeah, I, I so appreciate it, too, Dr. Martin, or, or, just, or just after Eileen... A, his his time, his tenure, and mm-hmm. man, has he done so much? You know, just to bring the Catholic faith to
0: all over, absolutely, <laughs> every
2: corner of every church, of every city and state. It's it's uh, what a hero.
1: Yep, and excited. You know, he's such a humble man. Mm-hmm. You can just hear it in his voice. I mean, the the one video I watched about his granddaughter, oh, so inspiring. You know, ten minute video. Anybody wants to watch it, just Google it. It's Dr. Ralph Martin and. It'll melt your heart and want you, you know, it'll encourage you to come to our banquets. So yeah. with that said, we have our next guest in the studio yes, here at St. Anne's, Shauna Helbling. Hello. Hello. Welcome. Morning, Shauna. Good morning. Yeah. Thank you for joining us. Yes. Thank you for having me.
2: Shauna, you um, tell us a little bit about yourself mm-hmm. um, and then we're going to get into the group. It's called Daughters of Virtue. Uh, which lives and and moves in the Church of Saint Joseph in Manda, North Dakota. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're you, you've been significant in its kind of liftoff and leadership of it, Shauna. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm very interested in I know Karen is too, but before that, uh, where do you come from and, sure. and what is it that you do?
3: Sure. Um, so uh, I have been born and raised in, in Mandan. Um, my husband and I have been together for 22 years, uh, but married for 14. We have three kids um, who all attend St. Joseph Catholic Montessori School in Mandown. Um, and I have worked for the parish for 11 years at St. Joseph um, and just have done youth ministry on and off in the diocese um, for about twenty years. Like as soon wow. as I got wow. out of as soon as I got out of high school, I had a very good uh, mentor who kind of took me under her wing, um, and uh, I started up at Christ the King doing some things with her. And then I've just kind of been on and
1: off doing youth ministry ever since. So it's and needed, yeah. Shanna.
2: Keep going. Oh my goodness,
1: yeah. yes. The tenure, you know, marriage. Um, dedication to her job, faith, you know, um, um, you know, the extracurricular stuff that you do. Yes. Awesome. That's kudos. Yes. It's, it's, I always tell
3: people I have the funnest job ever because I get to <laughs> hang out with teenagers all day. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: really. high school teachers might, might agree might with do. you. Or <laughs> might disagree with you.
3: No, I do love what I, do, yeah. so I
2: Sh- do. Shana, what are the ages of your children?
3: Um, I have a 12-year-old daughter and then a 9-year-old son and a 6-year-old son. Very, so, busy
2: yes, yeah. very busy home. Yes, yeah. very busy home. You started, uh, or you a part of at least, uh, talk to us about the origins of what is, it's called Daughters of Virtue. Yep. It's yep. a group of young women. Yep. yep. Um, and what is it that, it, uh, that the group does and yeah. how did it start?
3: Yeah, so... Um, You know, kind of uh, a little bit of a backstory. So when uh, my daughter was about five, I was looking for an organization for her to be a part of, and there was things out there, but nothing that I really wanted, and it didn't really fit our. Um, belief system, different things like that. And so I kind of put it on the back burner a little bit. And, and, you know, as, as I continue to work in the church, and I'm like, maybe someday we can pull something like this in. Um, and then kind of post pandemic, um, Father Waltz and I, Father Josh Waltz, um, is our pastor at St. Joseph. And, um, he really, as voca- as past vocations director for the diocese, really kind of looked at things and said, you know, we need to really look at the difference between the roles of males and females in our parish. And I've really wanted to do this for a long time. And as we started bringing servers back, he just said, you know, I think it's time for us to really just focus on the vocation of the priesthood and have just, um, the altar servers be only males and i and so as we talked about that and and what that would be that same kind of thought kept coming into my head that i wanted an organization mm-hmm. for young women that would do something to um you know build them up at a young age and different things like that and i was an altar server at our parish for a long time i did it when i was young um, but I think there's just so much as father Waltz and I had talked. I think there's just so much that the roles and and different things like that, um, there needs to be really set things in, in, especially with all of the fluidity that is in our culture and society about um, gender and different things like mm-hmm. that what is really the role of the male and what is really the role of the female and so in, in us talking and, and praying about it of course we, we came to Therese um, because mm-hmm. she is the um, one of the best sacristans that uh, of our time and, and things like that and so um, only our young men are doing serving in our parish, and so that's how the Daughters of Virtue were born. Mm-hmm. And I have ladies that are helping us. Um, it's from grades three to twelve, or if they were if they've received their first communion um, prior to that um, in our Montessori schools, that can be a little bit fluid. So sometimes we have first graders receiving their Uh, their first communion and so what we are doing is we are really focusing on the care of the altar and the vessels and being that sacristan and so they still get to touch and feel and feel like they're a part of a mass um, just in a very different way um, in in what uh, a sacristan should be um, and hoping to build vocations in both areas um, as we just had one of our servers who is a longtime server with us um, and enter the seminary
2: this fall. So, it's fantastic. Wow, isn't
1: that that is so inspiring. Wow. That is just so yeah. cool. Yeah. How have
2: the, how have the the young ladies responded? How yeah. has it been so
3: I kinda I doing youth ministry as long as I have and things like that, I'm very aware of the um, fluidity in, in how, kind of how things start. So you can't really say we're going to jump in with both feet and make this a big mm-hmm. you know, a big thing and, and expect that. Um, my former pastor was very wise and he always said it's not the quantity that's there but it's the quality and, and the things that you're doing with those few that are there. So he was always very wise in telling me those things especially when I first started um, doing this at the parish. But um, I have about uh, 10 to 15 yeah. ladies right that's now great. from the ages from third grade to twelfth grade, um, and I'm actually working with the school as well that they get to set up for their school masses, um, and we've taught them how to properly set out even the chasuble and the stole for the uh, the priest to come in and vest and and things like that. So we're teaching them about, uh, about liturgical colors and and you know checking the different ordos, different things like that, so they're able to know exactly what they're they're doing there. So.
2: You know, it's uh, what I like so so much about what I mean. Not only the, you know, it's easy to have a lopsided conversation, Karen, and I know you'd appreciate this. And Shana, you, you've experienced this, right? It's easy to have this like, no, women can't do this, no, men. This whole like no restriction, but you know, as you and Father Waltz have uh, uh, have lived in parish life, which is so refreshing at the parish level. Because that's where we need it. That's mm-hmm. where that's where these miles are. right? That's where we're feeding the sheep. Yep. Um, what's so refreshing about it is that, and what's so important, I think, for our listeners to know is, when you do, uh, when you do it that way, something else isn't being done, right? Well,
3: absolutely, right.
2: And and man, if nowadays, like maybe not totally, but if I get questions as a priest from adults. Uh, it's much more often on why do you wear red versus on the divinity of the Holy Spirit. Like <laughs> I don't, I'm not asked to give a doctrinal, you know, explanation for yep. for uh, for whatever it might be. But how often? Because that's their encounter with the faith is liturgy. Absolutely, mm-hmm. Yep. absolutely. I, I would assume, Shauna, that you had great parent support. Yes. Yep. J- just in allowing yep. uh, to your lived experience, yep. moms and dads that want their daughters to. Yep.
3: Absolutely. And I mean, and just a a quick side note from, uh, so my grandma was the school secretary at St. Joseph for 24 years. My mom worked at the school. So I'm kind of like, and my great grandma used to work there. So really like four Mm -hmm. generations have been working on that block. So parish ministry school things have always kind of been in my blood and that's where I grew up I mean I grew up sitting next to my grandma's desk as she was the school secretary at St. Joseph's School in Mandan and and so it's just been you know it's that's just kind cool. of that been that innate in me that um, you know you just be involved and, and you mm-hmm. in whatever capacity you can and the gifts that God gives you um, and whether that's just praying for somebody or going as far as being a lector or you know singing, if God gave you a good voice and, and different things like that. So that's always been just something that we've been, I mean, I was taught from a young age. And so I want to continue that with my, with my children as well.
2: Well, and, and to work so close to the altar, I think is so important. I know. was just
1: going to say the same thing. Cause how many people know what so many of those things you exactly. might learn what they're called, right. but you don't really know, you know, yep. just from what you just said. And the colors is the other thing as well. What a great, yeah. what a great thing to, you know,
3: to teach. Yeah. And our, our small children, it's so cute. Um, if you, <laughs> for those that are a little bit familiar with Catechesis of the good shepherd, but they can tell you like father's wearing green because it's the growing time and it's ordinary time and things like yeah. that. So our young children and, and even my kids are really learning that in the Catholic school system, but also us being able to take them to masses and, and being involved, they can see the differences of. Of all of that and just sight.
2: Yeah. Shauna, Karen is going to lead us into break, but you handed us, Karen and I here in studio, uh, a beautiful, beautiful uh, pamphlet. That you named Sacristan Guide uh, of the Daughters of Virtue, which belongs to the Church of Saint Joseph. So I'm gonna dive into that, Karen, mm-hmm. with, with with Shauna when we get back after after the break here.
1: That sounds great. Well we are visiting with Shauna Helbling. We're gonna take a quick break. She's visiting with us about the Daughters of Virtue group. Lots of great information, so stay with us. We will be right back after the break.
0: This is Dr. Ryan Sappo with Lumen Vision in Fargo. Lumen Vision specializes in pediatric eye care and vision therapy. We partner with a national infant eye exam program called Infant C, which provides eye exams for any baby under 12 months old. Many of the major childhood eye problems, such as lazy eyes, eye turns, and ocular diseases, can be detected in this early intervention exam. Infant C eye exams can be scheduled online at www.lumen.vision. Lumen Vision is a proud supporter of babies everywhere and a proud sponsor of Real Presence Radio.
4: My name is Carrie Jans. I'm from Holy Angels Parish in Moose Lake, Minnesota. What I love about Real Presence Radio is that I'm able to start each day by waking up and tuning in and hearing the Word of God, daily Mass, Catholic teaching, and honest, true, real news. Real Presence Radio teaches our faith on the radio every day throughout the entire day in your car on your phone, at your job, wherever you are able to tune in. It is a wonderful way to guide you through passing on the faith to your children, grandchildren, and anyone who has questions that you might be able to tune them in to Real Presence Radio. Thank you for listening to Real Presence Radio. Please support this wonderful radio station, Real Presence Radio, because we need to keep this on the air so that we can continue to pass on the faith and support
0: our Catholic churches. Hi, this is
2: Mark Holcraft. And this is Dr. Joseph Holcraft. You know, Mark, Jesus asks 307 questions in sacred scripture. He has asked 183, of which he only answers three. What's the business with all of this questioning going on in the Bible? Well, Joe, there's a lot there, and we'll be ready to take that on. Tune in to hear about these questions and more on Awaken, every second and fourth Wednesday at 7 a.m. Central, here on
0: Real Presence Radio Network. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area, heard right here on the RPR Network.
1: Welcome back to Real Presence Live uh, we are here at Saint Anne's Catholic Parish in Bismarck, North Dakota. I'm Karen Selensky along with Father Craig Holcalter, and we are visiting with Shauna Helbling um, from Mandan, North Dakota, Saint Joseph's Parish there about the Daughters of Virtue group, and she kindly uh, gave us a copy of her pamphlet that they have done. It's very beautiful.
2: Yeah, uh, you know, Karen, it's something I think that I, that I admire about Shauna, your efforts, and with Father Waltz and the parish is. Uh, inviting people to, especially at a young age to really encounter, uh, much more than just doing something, you know, working that, I mean, I can remember being a high school chaplain and, you know, a, a particular, uh, young man I had served for me almost every day. Um, and was a priest, you know? Mm-hmm. And certainly grace is involved, nice. and, and I don't take credit for that. But I, the, the working next to the altar, I mean, it's the Eucharist. Yeah. That, you know, you don't, you, you don't get to have a dog and pony show. Mm-hmm. It's put it next to the Lord, and the Lord will take care of things. Absolutely. And, and you're seeing that, Sean. I'm sure you are. Yep. You, um, w- with this the sacristan guide, now tell us, so Daughters of Virtue yep. is a group of women uh, ages three, or grades three yep. through 12. Yep at St. Joseph Church and for our listeners the daughters of virtue um perform all sacristan duties or just particular masses
3: Yep so right now um like I said, so it's like kind of like a five-year plan. Uh, that I know I can't just jump in with both feet and get this off the ground. No, that's in, wise of you. In in you know, and because then there's a lot of frustration and different things like that that come along with that. Um, but right now, we're working with the school students um, to do it, and then um, our goal for kind of short-term goal is to have um, some groups um, with led by some with some moms that are involved as well. Um, to start doing uh, a master or two um, by Christmas. And um, we only have one deacon, one priest at our parish of um, over 1,100 families. So there is a lot of work um, to be done. And so we really want to help um, our clergy out and by being able to um, put different things Huge. in place um, mm-hmm. so that there are different things that they don't have to always worry about um, in, in regard to all of uh, like setting up for mass and cleaning up and, and things.
2: So Shanna, you have to have a sense of, of, I mean, your faith must be real knowing you've been involved. You said fourth generation, whether it's the school or the parish, mm-hmm. uh, you really breathed St. Joseph and, yep. uh, and the block, as you said. Um, you know, what do you offer to our listeners when it comes to, you know, great ways to get involved? And, you know, you'd be, they might listen to you like, well, she's a pillar. She was raised in it, you know, uh, give us maybe your evangelical road of, of reaching those that may not have an inclination.
3: Yeah. You know, and I think that, you know, we all have different faith journeys and mine hasn't been, you know, um, all roses and things (laughs) like that. I think we all go through different times in our life and, um, and we discern different things and and what we want and, and things like that. And I think, um, one of the things that I've always kind of come back to in regard to, um, how to be involved or, or, why the faith is important to me and different things like that is because I chose it. Um, One of my, I would say my turning points in, in my faith journey was when a friend of mine said, hey, you should come to the search program. And I'm like, oh. A retreat for a weekend, you know, like, why do I want to do that? You know? And so, and she wasn't Catholic at the time. Wow. Um, and so she's like, you should just come. And so that, um, that first weekend was, uh, very powerful for me. And, and it just kind of made me go, okay, this has to be mine now. Like there was something about that weekend and this encounter with Jesus that I just couldn't couldn't let go of anymore. And and I had to have it. And so, um, from that point on, I was actually this friend's, um, Sponsor when she went through RCA and finished up all of that, and um, I had some really great mentorship um, throughout um, all of these things. I've I've met some uh, amazing people that have just um, grown with me. My godmother was actually the youth minister up in Beulah for a while, wow. and so I was able to do my first to with her. And you know, so there was there's just been some things, but I th- I had to con- I have to continue to choose this. I have to continue to choose what I want do with my life. And the only person that can answer to God in the end, and when I uh, when I leave this earth someday is me and, and the judgment that I have um, between him and I. And so it, it has to be something that I want and I have to just, I just live my life like that. I, I live it so that I can do my best in, in whatever I'm doing. And I just love the like, Therese and what she is, Therese is my girl, um, but she is always like, there's one little quote that I have in here in the sacristan manual, manual. It says, Miss no single opportunity of making some small sacrifice. Hereby, a smiling look, here, thereby, a kindly word, always doing the smallest right and doing it all with love. Amen mm. and so I think wow. those are that's that 's kind of where I, I mean you know what there might be somebody that i don 't even know that I smiled at in the grocery store the other day that didn 't have those types of things, so for me that 's what I want to be able to empower some of our kids and, and show that with them and really be just that voice. Um, uh, in a very crazy world that we live in right now. so.
1: And, you know, that's interesting that you say about the smile because I try to attend daily Mass, usually at Corpus Christi at 1210. It works the best for me. And There's a, um, you know, an older lady, a great, great lady, um, widowed, um, very... You know, Catholic daughter, very devout, and she always sits, kind of, we all sit in our area, you know, of mm-hmm. course, that's my spot, that's mm-hmm. your spot, whatever, right. but when <laughs> she comes back from communion and we become friends, I'll always smile at her, and she actually thanked me for that last week. She wow. said, you know, it's, I always tell her how beautiful she looks, she's always, you know, put together so well, her hair and everything, and just, just a lovely lady, and mm-hmm. she just said, you know what makes my day? Is that you smile at me when I come back from communion, and so, you're right, you know, what? and what a beautiful quote that you just said. Mm-hmm. So you know, amen to that. Yep. So yeah,
2: yeah. I, I think you know too, uh, Shauna That they're uh, doing this must give you a lot of. It must feed you. It does. It, yeah. You know, I, 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 It takes a special. It takes a special soul to uh, endure, if you will. You know, the world of of uh, you know, twelve to eighteen year olds. <laughs> you know, and then and then you're moving that into you know this world of you know, at like a high level of feminine genius or at a, a lower level, just the nature and like the apostolic efforts, the apostolate of, of women, mm-hmm. you know, and which John Paul II, you know, Dr. Martin, uh, mentioned him about the new evangelization and, mm-hmm. and you know, it, it, we know we're equal in dignity and, and sanctity and sacredness and the world and media and news tells us so much different, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, and the church has that truth, and she's lived it before, you know. Mm-hmm. And Therese, I think, is a great example. What does excite you, you know, about you, you doing this? I mean, I know you're starting small, but. Yep. You man, know, what... you're giving me a lot of ideas someday.
3: <laughs> about... um, you know, I think for me, what it is is just, um, you know, g- letting young people do something in the church that they may not have felt like they were old enough to do or um, qualified to do, you know, different things like that. I I mean, at the height of, you know, there's always ebbs and flows when it comes to youth ministry, but at the height of when we were really, um, you know, 50 kids, you know, really involved, um, you know, with different things, um, I had kids who were serving, singing, lecturing, ushering, you know, different things like that, that just because they were 14, 15 years old doesn't mean that they couldn't do exactly. it. And their and their families were involved as well. And some of them still do it to this day that have graduated and, and have moved on into their adult life. And so I think... I think that for me, parish life is so important and and to ground yourself in, in your parish. And if you do that at a young age, like we took up gifts, very simple mm-hmm. thing. When I was young, we took up gifts, very simple thing. But that led to, you know, different things where I was in the school or the church choir and, and did that for many years. And just... To be involved in in whatever capacity you can. God gives us all different gifts for different ways. Maybe it's just praying. Maybe it's just that. But I, I just want to see more people involved in the parish. I think COVID kind of took that away from us yep. a little bit. And I really see that we have so many needs in so many different areas of just having a volunteer. Even if it's, can I come in and arrange flowers for the Blessed Virgin? You know. It's, but it's not. It's not something that's super. You don't have to know that I'm doing this, but it's just something that I can do to serve God in a small capacity. So if I can help lead these young ladies to do this, that's what we do. One of the other things that we've been doing with this Daughters of Virtue group is um, every month um, I go through our our parish rosters, anybody that is 80 and above gets a birthday card from us and the girls sign them and and we do it that way. So it's a very small outreach, but I want them to understand that we have people that maybe they don't have somebody in their, in their lives. And this small little hand signed birthday card from 12 girls could make somebody's day. Mm-hmm. And so it's just these little things. We've done Christmas cards and Thanksgiving cards and, you know, and those types of things. So, um, but I think it's just giving them as many opportunities as I can show them to be able to serve God in all different capacities in our life.
2: That's awesome. Well, and to that, you know, Shanna, COVID, I think COVID like popularized, what already was happening. I mean, you know, a corporal worker, nursing is, you know, to, mm-hmm. to, if not visit the imprisoned, you know, is, is, is those that are lonely in the world, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that was always around before the Absolutely. pandemic.
4: <laughs> Absolutely. And,
2: and the COVID just, I think like mainstreamed it, but that's always been, as you know, that's always been, um, an effort of the church yep. is, is, and there's a lot of people like that in our own backyards. And, and, Sometimes I think we gravitate to the shiny or to the stage or mm-hmm. to the, where the, you know, now we're on the radio here, but on the <laughs> microphone, um, <laughs> but how many, you know, serve, you know, to get into like the nooks and crannies of society. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't necessarily mean materially poor. I mean, <laughs> some of these people are not, but they're right. lonely.
1: Right. Absolutely. They're,
2: they're poor in friendship.
1: Yep. So how can women um, join this? Is there a website? Um,
3: I don't have a website going right okay. now. It's just to c- contact me here at the parish office. Okay. Um, and um, we're just, like I said, we're just starting as small as we can right now. Um, I want to make it manageable, and I want to make sure that everybody has, you know, an opportunity to do that. Um, and then, um, but yeah, they can call me at okay. any point.
1: We usually meet the first Monday of every month as right. scheduled. Well, great. So. Well, thank you for being with us, Shauna. Greatly appreciated. She just visited with us about the daughters of virtue group. Great group for your, for any parish to start. Um, so we are getting ready for our next guest, which will be Father Ben Warner. He'll be talking to us how understanding biblical language languages helps us to better understand the Word of God. Stay with us.
0: Live, engaging, and local.